would all like to be happy most of the time. Is it truly possible? This is Rabbi Yitzchak Price with Tachlis Talks, growth-oriented, partial-related Torah podcasts. And in this upcoming Torah portion of Kisavo, we have at the end of the first Torah, Aliyah, verses 10 and 11 of chapter 26, back-to-back, two verses that shed light on something that I think can help us be more happy in general. The first, in number 10, describes that when we are bringing the Bikurim, the first fruits to Jerusalem, as was the case for anybody who was involved in agriculture back in the day, and they would bring the fruit to Jerusalem, we have a element of the process over there that is rather unique. The Torah describes that after bringing it, the Hishtachavisa, and you shall bow before Hashem. Commentaries, uh, particularly um, in the works of, uh, of Chaim Shmulevitz, point out that this is not a common occurrence. We have a lot of bowing in the Torah, people greeting each other and bowing. We have bowing before Hashem, but we do not have a directive in the Torah that accompanies a mitzvah that upon doing this mitzvah or this performance, you should bow. And over here, the Torah does prescribe the bow before Hashem. That is followed by the next verse, 11, and you shall be happy. You shall be joyous with all the good that Hashem has given you. The bowing and the joy are potentially quite interrelated. Bowing, what does it mean when I bow before Hashem? When I bend my knee to Hashem, when I acknowledge that He is superior to me and that I'm dependent upon Him, that Ishtachavisa, that bow, is where I thank you, I, I, I do a physical act, in this case actually bowing down to the ground, of lowering myself before Hashem in that major display of acknowledgement that you are the provider. Here, I had my first crop, I brought my first fruits to Jerusalem, to Yerushalayim. You know, in America today, you, you have a business, you put the first dollar on the wall, basically, look what I've done, I've made it. But with the fruit, we bring the first fruit to Yerushalayim to tell Hashem, Hashem, you made it happen. I may have been the facilitator, I was involved, I was your agent, but it could not have happened without the resources and the talent and the environment and the climate and all the other elements that you have provided me. And when I bow, I really internalize that message that I'm fully dependent on Hashem. Fascinatingly, the next verse, we're told, be joyous, be happy with all the good that Hashem has given you. The don't worry, be happy stickers are not as common as they used to be, but people had an issue with those. Don't worry, be happy. Well, how do I be happy? If I'm happy, I don't need to be happy. And if I'm unhappy, how can you tell me be happy? Well, the Torah does that. The Torah does say be happy. Be joyous with the good that Hashem has given you. But the Torah has also prescribed a system that helps us get there. The lowering of ourselves, the humbling of ourselves, the acknowledgement that Hashem, you provided this, oh, this was all a gift. This was all something that didn't have to be, but you gifted it to me. Wow, I should appreciate the fact that you gifted this to me. And remember, who is the you over here? You who have so much to deal with outside of little old me. You've got galaxies to deal with. You've got global warming to deal with or debate about. You've got international affairs 
intergalactic issues, and yet you provided me with this crop. The bigger the giver, the more amazing the fact that the gift comes my way. So if you, Hashem, have given this to me, this is very special, and I am very special. And if I take that message to heart, then I can really appreciate the good that's come my way. It's not just an apple or a grape, let's say one of the seven fruits of Israel, the, the, the grapes or the figs or the dates. It's not the specific of that fruit. It's the fact that this fruit was given to me by Hashem, by God. Now, we may not be bowing down in Yerushalayim upon presenting fruit in the Beis HaMikdash, but we have an opportunity to say a blessing, a bracha, prior to eating a fruit, and an opportunity to stop for a second and pause and acknowledge that there's a provider that's giving me this food, and a provider with a capital P who's giving me this food, a master of the universe who is in control of everything, who has gifted me this food. He's gifted me the capacity to eat this food. Just this morning, I was dealing with somebody whose parent is in crisis in a nursing home. She can't lift a spoon to eat. There are other people who can lift the spoon but don't have the appetite to eat. There are others who have the appetite and can lift the spoon but no longer have teeth, no longer have the capacity of the muscle capacity to chew the food. For those of us who are gifted with the capacity to do a simple act of eating food, God gave me this food. It's a gift from God, from this master of the universe who's so big and yet he's gifting this to me. What an amazing gift. And he's giving me the capacity to appreciate it. And he's giving me this food which has taste and has smell and has color and so much that I tend to ignore. But if I'm willing to stop and pay attention, do that bow, or in our case, the bracha, or at least the, you know, the stopping with the mindfulness of the appreciation that Hashem gifted this to me, that's a totally different eating. And can provide that v'samachta b'chalatov, that I can be joyous with the good that came my way, because it really is such an incredible good that comes my way. We think of the myriad of tastes, the myriad of colors in our food, and stop and pull back for a second. And, and how do we see the food? God gifted us with eyes. Eyes that are self-cleaning with tears and eyes that have the protective covering of a lid that helps us sleep at night by closing. And scientists estimate that we are able to see in the range of 7 million colors. Okay, truthfully, they'll mention that some of those colors can cause us distress and cause us tension or can even cause a person a headache. So let's knock out the few thousand of those colors that we don't enjoy seeing, that are on the spectrum, that are, are difficult for the eye to grasp and, or, or, or appreciate. God has given us eyes that can see millions of colors that we can appreciate. God has given us eyes that have depth perception. And we combine the gift of the eye with that food. That should be an awesome experience. If we could only stop to smell the proverbial roses, or stop and smell the food we're eating, and stop and look at the food we're eating. So this message, that when bringing the Bikurim, they would bow and fully acknowledge that, God, you're the provider. And that leads into the Samachta B'chol HaTov, could be a great tip for us on the capacity for us to live lives of greater joy and greater happiness without having to 
search the world for some new exotic experience or the newest high-tech element because in what God has given us, there's so much room for a greater simcha, greater appreciation, which will lead to a just simcha sachayim, a, a great attitude of simcha in life. So our tachlis takeaway for today would be to try to find opportunities. If I tell you right now, like every time you eat for the next 75 years, um, have this in mind, not going to happen. Tachlis takeaways always have to be much more specific, much more focused. So let's each try to think of some opportunity, whether it's going to be lunch today or dinner with my family or this upcoming Shabbat, but some opportunity where within the next week I'm going to implement, I'm going to create some opportunity to be focused on this and be a more appreciative person of all that Hashem has given me. Use a bracha. It's a great way to do it. At least use the mental frame of mind to be able to gain this appreciation. Let's pick a time, sometime between now and next week. But before we leave this podcast today, we each have to have that time in mind and some tool that's going to make it happen. So, telling my spouse, telling my child, that's going to make it happen a little more likely. Having a chart, having out a bracha card on the table, having some technique, so each of us pick our own, what am I going to do to be mindful to make this happen, to be mindful of the blessing that God has given me, and plugging in this tachlis message, I believe, can help us be people of greater simcha, and people of greater simcha can accomplish so much more, so much more likely to achieve the greatness we're all aspiring to do, and so much more likely to all achieve Eratachlis.